But I know from, you know, the further I get into my career, the more I can distance myself from my work and the more I can see harsh critique as an opportunity to improve. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I'm Charlie. And I'm Femke, and welcome to this new episode where we're going to talk about dealing with harsh critique. So we had a couple of emails come in over the last wee while where some of our listeners were struggling with how to deal with harsh critique, and we'll, we'll read those out shortly. And so we thought it would be a good time, especially, you know, sort of going back to school time when a lot of you might be going back to design school, but also I feel like this is probably also applicable for those of you who, who work professionally in design as well. So should be a good topic to cover. Uh, but first, the, the check-in. Charlie, how are you? I'm good, and I just realized that I have not prepared anything to talk about in this check-in <laughs> section. What have I been up to? I think I've been just trying to get back into a normal routine after moving flats. You know, it's it really throws off your, your normal, right? Yeah. When you're living in a new place now and you've been dealing with things like unpacking and like, where should the plates go in the kitchen? And all those sorts of things are on your mind. It's, it's much harder to keep up the regular output with the side projects, but... Yeah, my focus this week is getting back on track. I've been doing the early morning wake-ups to get stuff done, and I'm feeling like I'm slowly getting back on top, so that's good. That is really good. I feel like moving into a new flat is always like kind of a disruption of the the equilibrium or the routines a bit but I mean it's it's worth taking that time I think to really settle in and you know feel at home because that's gonna you know help you create a much more sort of productive space where you can feel relaxed and feel like you can work there. Yeah, totally. And, you know, when it's somewhere we've signed a two-year lease on this flat, so we'll likely be here for a while. Yeah. So it's worth settling in and, yeah, like you said, making it feel like home. How about you, though? How's your week been? Yeah, I'm still currently helping my mum with her book, which I mentioned in the previous episode. Who knew there was, like, so much to creating an e-book? I didn't know, but now I know. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't have the first clue where to start with creating an e-book. Do you think you'll write a blog post afterwards with some advice? That might be a good idea. I hadn't thought of that, but it could be a good one to do. Because when I started, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just open up InDesign. And then I was like okay, what dimensions should I create my document? And Mm. then I spent like half an hour researching and then I discovered that there's actually this piece of software called iBooks Author from Apple. Oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, what's this? And then, yeah, so it was just like a constant like, oh, what's this? How do I do that? Oh, this thing that like I didn't really know about. Uh, So like the day that I sat down to be like, okay, I'm going to make the book now, literally just turned into a day of research and I didn't do anything on the book (laughs) because there's so much stuff around creating an ebook that I just didn't know about. But uh, I've gotten past that stage now and, and we're totally into the sort of like fine tuning. You know, I've, I've laid out the whole book and everything and we're just fine tuning things now. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited for that to be a thing. And so is my mum, obviously. She's super excited. Yeah, that does sound very exciting. I think you should definitely write a blog post because otherwise I'm just going to ask you a lot of questions. So <laughs> okay. Blog post might be better. Okay, <laughs> look out for it then. <laughs> so should we dive into today's topic? I really want to read out... Uh, small sections of these emails that we got obviously we're not gonna read out people's names along with them we really appreciate when people feel like they can come to us with deep topics like this it I don't know about you Finn but it just makes me feel good that 
people feel like they can open up to us and we really respect that. So Totally. So one email we got says, last week I had a bad time at my full-time job with deadline pressure and dependencies out of my power. Had a conversation with my team leader and got really nervous and started crying and, well, it was awful. Side note, yes, I definitely know what you mean there. That is awful. It ended with him telling me of all the good things he saw in my performance, even though no one on the team says that and everyone is hating on the project. So basically this person was lacking a lot of other people's recognition of their work and they want some advice on how to deal with difficult project times and harsh feedback like that before it gets to the stage where you're crying in your boss's office, I suppose. This is something, just as a side, that I remember being getting upset in my uh, marketing manager's office at my first design job. You know, just it was a whole new world to me, this dealing with with feedback and, and things on my work. And yeah, I, so I can appreciate what this person has gone through. And another email we've got says, I myself am in design school right now in second year of graphic design. I'm a very perfectionist person and I find it hard to deal with harsh critique. I can't get along very well with my classmates since they are a bit arrogant and I feel like there is a constant competing atmosphere, if you know what I mean. I don't know about you, Fem. Definitely know what they mean. Yep. (laughs) It's hard to just do my own thing and ignore them since they have a huge influence on my work. We have to give each other feedback. There were times in class when I ran to the toilet to cry. How do you deal with harsh critique and people who bring you down? I think this email nearly broke my heart. (laughs) It really did break my heart when I got this and... It made me think back to design school and think about the critique sessions that I used to have. And I don't think there was anyone that, you know, got visibly upset, but you could kind of tell when you were starting to say things that did affect the person whose work you were critiquing. Like, you know, you can kind of tell when you're sort of getting a bit personal, I guess, or, you know, they're taking it quite personally. And so you kind of back off a little bit because you realize you're hitting a soft spot or something. And like, that is really hard. You know, I think as designers, we are proud of our work and we are protective of our work. And when it comes to critique time, sometimes it can be really difficult to, you know, distance ourselves from our work and kind of step out of it and step away from it and realize that it is your work, but it's not you you know like they're not critiquing you as a person or you as a designer they're critiquing that particular piece of work and often critiquing it in a way to help you potentially improve upon it and the thing is that you can know that and understand that all in in your logical part of your brain but still when you're hearing it it can really hurt yeah because you have poured you know your heart and soul into it and I I don't remember getting harsh critique from other students in my course that, you know, I found hard to deal with because, to be honest, a lot of the critique sessions in my time at design school were not overly useful when it was peer critique sessions because no one really knew what they were doing and, I don't know, people felt too shy to speak up or whatever. But I definitely remember having critiques with my tutors. And there's one moment I remember from my major project, which is like, the big research project you do at the end of your degree at the design school I went to. And it was getting near crunch time and I just didn't know what was going on with my project, didn't know what I was doing. And I was having a critique with my tutor and I thought maybe I had a spark of an idea and he was just like, no, that's not the way to go. And he was trying to push me in the right direction and he knew I could do better, but I was just so tired and so exhausted you know this the weight of this project was just getting on top of me that little things that normally I could deal with I was not able to deal with and I think he ended up crying then because it was just yeah so much pressure 
and I think that's the the thing that comes down to it a lot of the time is that the critique is not that harsh like in another situation in another state of mind you could deal with it absolutely fine but because of the state of mind that you're in at that particular moment there's just no other way you can take it but personally and it really gets to you and gets under your skin and it does make you upset and I think that's that's a hard thing to deal with with critique because the other person doesn't know what state you're in when they're giving it to you right yeah I think I think you're right like sometimes there are those stages or phases where we do feel a bit vulnerable I guess and and that could come down to stress or just tiredness or you know lack of caring like maybe you're just over it by that stage and want it to be over Uh, so there's multiple things that can come come down to that really that sort of determine how you feel at the time that you're getting critique and it is hard to distance yourself from those feelings when you're getting critique I mean that's that's something that I still struggle with especially when it's when you think you're like on the home run, like you think you're almost there, you're on the last stretch, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, the project's sort of coming to an end, and then someone comes in and gives you a piece of feedback that kind of causes you to question everything. That can also be frustrating sometimes where you're like, oh man, like I really thought I was almost there, and then Mm. now I've received this piece of feedback that I should have done this instead from the beginning or something like that. Like that kind of feedback is also, you know, sometimes a bit difficult to deal with, but I think it's important also to remember that critique is a suggestion. It's not something that you have to go and then implement. Do you know what I mean? That's a really good point. Yep. It is another person's view of your work and, yeah, like you said, a suggestion. And it's important to take it on board because it's likely that what they're saying does have, uh, you know, some, some basis to it. But your work is your work and you're the one who gets to decide if you actually make those changes or not. So I'm interested to know your opinion on this. If we're getting harsh feedback or maybe we receive some feedback that you know makes us a bit upset or makes us feel not very good about ourselves, where do you think the, the problem in that lies? Do you think the problem lies in maybe the person who's giving the feedback isn't communicating themselves well enough? Or do you think the problem lies in us as the designer not being able to, you know, handle it or detach ourselves from our work enough? Well, we were talking about this earlier and there's two types of critique, right? Well, actually, no. There's harsh critique and then there's just hate. And I don't think that hate is a critique at all. And I think sometimes people call it that just to get away with saying something mean. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Yeah. So if it's hate, it's definitely on the other person. They're just being a, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, (laughs) basically I was trying to think of a word that's not a swear word. (laughs) Don't (laughs) get that explicit marking in iTunes. (laughs) But if it's hate, it's just on them. Like that's their fault. And unfortunately, there's nothing much you can do about it. They're just a crappy person and you have to realize that and realize that their opinion doesn't matter because if they're spending their time hating on someone else, well, they've got a pretty sucky life, don't they? Yeah. If that's the best thing they can do with it. But with harsh critique, it is a lot on you, I think. And I feel like I can say this because I've experienced a lot of, you know, um, feeling really personal and attached to my work in the past, like I was talking about, that I did used to get a bit upset by critique and let it affect me. But I know from, you know, the further I get into my career, the more I can distance myself from my work, 
And the more I can see harsh critique as an opportunity to improve. Now, obviously, the person giving it does need to have a bit of tact. Again, you should make sure it is constructive and that by giving it, you're building the person up rather than just breaking them down. You know, these should be things when you give a critique, they should be things that someone can change. Like, for example, in design school, uh, giving critiques on the final output of something, don't say something like, oh, well, this paper you've printed it on is completely wrong when they've already forked out all the money to print it, you know, as an example. They can't change that right then, and so that's just going to, you know, get them down about it. Although, in saying that, I guess it could help them for next time. But yeah, feedback should always be constructive, and the constructive part should always be the point of giving feedback. So if that's the case, then it's on you to build up a bit of a thick skin to learn how to take it and learn how to distance yourself from your work like you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I think it takes a lot of confidence and experience and just, like you said, just developing a thick skin and being able to distance yourself from your work and take the feedback on board, but, you know, not necessarily have to implement it, but just take it on as something to think about and consider. And, you know, always thank people for critiquing your work. I think often we don't thank people. We just sort of say, okay, cool. Uh, I will I will think about those things. But I think thanking people is also really important because they've taken the time to to look at your work and give you feedback on it. Another thing that I was sort of thinking about earlier, because I've been trying to decide, you know, where does the problem lie? Is it is it in us as designers not having a thick enough skin or is it, you know, in the person not giving constructive enough feedback? And I think Personally, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it is important for us to be confident and be be able to have that ability to take critique on in a critical way, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I think also it comes down to the person being able to communicate well enough the critique that they're giving you. And I think as the designer, we sort of have a little bit of a responsibility there to you know, set the playing field. So I find often when designers ask for a critique, they'll be like, what do you think of this? Or like, hey, can you check out my work and and give me feedback, please? Or you'll see people post on Dribbble like, feedback welcome or whatever. And I feel like that's really vague and really broad. I think if you... Do you know what? It, Just to button here, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the time when people are saying that, really they're just looking for compliments. Right. You have to be careful that when you ask, if you say, well, feedback welcome, or I'd love to get your feedback on this, that you don't actually mean, I'd love to get your compliments on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, like, in light of that, I think if you are actually seeking useful critique and want constructive criticism from your peers be more specific say hey do you have a have a moment to look at my work I'm really struggling with this bit at the moment or I'm not really sure what my next step should be what do you think of the overall UX or experience of it or or whatever it is that you're trying to get actual feedback on be a bit more specific like how does it feel when make you feel when you look at it uh does this make sense to you what would you do from this point where would you click you know whatever in in the context of the of the piece of work that you're wanting feedback on I think it's super important for us to be a bit more explicit and this is something that I personally am still learning because I often find you know I'll catch myself I'll post a link to my latest design work or whatever uh, to the design team at Atomic and I'll be like hey here's what I've been working on feedback welcome 
uh, and I'll catch myself and be like, actually, that's a little light. Like I should really go into a bit more detail. And and when I have done that and posted it and said feedback, welcome, the rest of the team will come back and be like, hey, Femme, so, you know, are there any specific areas that you would like feedback on or anything you're struggling with that we could maybe take a look at and, and oh, work through so together? Oh, that's so good that they ask that. Well, yeah, it, it is super good. And that's always like a good reminder to me to be like, oh, yeah, I need to be a bit more like explicit with the type of feedback that I'm wanting. And I think that can be super helpful. Make sure too that when you're asking for feedback, it is at a stage where there is time to implement any changes that people suggest. Right. Because often people do come back with really useful things that you haven't seen before because, you know, as we know, a second pair of eyes is is always handy and they're going to spot something that you haven't seen because you've been zeroed in on it. So, you know, so zoomed in. Yes, that too. So make sure there is time to implement any changes they suggest because it's likely they will be useful. And if you're expecting someone to just say, nope, looks great, then think about how you're asking for f- if your feedback is really what you want or if it's more approval. So I think, yeah, don't underestimate uh, the power of, I think, asking questions and being specific when it comes to critique and just making it known what you really want feedback on. You know, what, what, in, what specifically do you want people to look at and critique, not just the whole piece of work in itself? Often, though, I find in design school, I was having to put work up for critique that I didn't really feel was ready yet. And there was already, you know, put your work on the wall. And I was like, oh, there's already so many things I know are wrong with this and that I don't like. And so that's when I think critique can feel harsher is when it's like speaking the harsh truth, you know, that you already know all those things are wrong with it. And maybe you're already feeling like, you know, a bit of imposter syndrome about it that you haven't quite cracked it yet. And for then to have a load of other people point them out, that that can be really tough. So... Yeah, I don't know. Tips for dealing with that, I suppose, would just be, unfortunately, you've got to experience it and you've got to go through it. And the more you go through it, the more detached you feel from it. This is sounding really cold, but it's just a fact. Design is about getting feedback on your work. That's how you improve. And so you just have to deal with it. And it is going to mean sometimes of being upset, unfortunately, to start with. If you're a person like me and these people who emailed in seem to be where you can get quite emotional and like emotionally attached to your work, it's going to involve a few times of, you know, a few of those incidents for you to realize that this person's critique is not a critique on me as a person. It's just a critique on my work. I'm still a good designer and I can fix this and they're just trying to help me do that. Yeah, but that can be so hard to remember, right? So hard. (laughs) Have you heard of plussing before? No, what's that? It's a sort of concept that was developed by Pixar, the animation studios. And the story kind of goes that every morning the animators would get together and they would give critique on each other's work from the previous day. So like talk about the frames and the animation and whatever. And they sort of found that the the feedback and the critique was not very constructive. You know, they'd be like, for example, like, oh, it's, it's weird that Woody is walking like that in that frame. That's a bit weird. Maybe mm. you should change it, for example. And uh, they found that that wasn't very constructive. So they implemented this thing that they call plussing, which is that you can give feedback and, and give critique, but only if you have a suggestion or or something better of how it could be improved. 
So for example, you could say like, oh, I'm not really feeling the way that Woody is walking there. It's a bit weird. You know, why don't we try making him walk more like a cowboy or something? So it's like giving the the feedback and then adding, you know, a suggestion or something that you could do tangibly to improve it. And I think the kind of idea behind that is like, don't say something's not good if you don't have a better like idea or solution for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I really like that. That sounds like a much more uh, constructive and positive environment to be working in. And I suppose for design school, a way to encourage that kind of feedback, you know, in your own work would be to give it to other people. You know, Mm. other people will pick up on cues that, oh, this person is always really helpful in their critiques to me. So I want to make sure that when I critique their work, I'm doing the same. And also with critiques, you can say things that are working really well about the piece as well. I think that's often overlooked and that we focus on the negatives because, you know, the things that are working are working. So you feel like they don't need talking about. But I think it's just as important to mention them because you don't want people to go and change that bit that was working really good in an effort to fix, you know, the thing that was that needed work. So mention the positives as well. And and again, hopefully in turn, I would expect that people would notice you doing that and return the favor. And I don't know, maybe you could have a really positive impact on the way your class or team or whatever it is handles critique. Yeah, I think there's kind of this like assumption or underlying rule that I don't think really is a rule, but everyone kind of assumes it is that critique is about like the negative things in your work and how they could be improved. But I totally agree. I think it's just as important to point out the positives and, you know, make make comments like, oh, this is working really well over here. I'm really liking how, how that's working, you know, rather than just pointing out all the terrible things about, about the work. And it's really easy to give, like, critique that's like, oh, I find it weird that this button is blue or whatever. And that's not critique that's just like an opinion and in my opinion I think that's just someone sharing their opinion rather than actually trying to be helpful and provide some some constructive criticism would you agree yeah totally just because you don't particularly like something if you can't think of the reason why you don't like it like perhaps you just have a physical aversion to the color purple for example and this person's used that in their design doesn't matter your your opinion doesn't really matter there that's that's the color they've chosen because they feel it best represents whatever they've created. So leave that bit of the critique out of it. Have you had, well, have you got any experiences to share, Fem, where you've dealt with some harsh critique? For me, dealing with it has been mostly about, unfortunately, just experiencing it. And the more I've done that, the better I've got at handling it. And now I can distance myself quite a lot from my work uh, as need be. I don't know. Have you got any experiences to share about how you've dealt with it? You know, I always find that I rush to critique and what I mean by that is I will create something and be really excited about it and so I'll share it with someone else and ask for feedback and then while I'm waiting for that feedback to return, I start, you know, basically critiquing it myself and realizing what I could have done better And so I'm trying to get better at like, you know, creating the thing and then waiting a day or two and critiquing it myself and doing like a V2 of it before sharing it for critique from other people. Do you know what I mean? I I think that I really rush towards getting critique from others when in fact, I think it's just as important to critique our own work ourselves. 
yeah, you can be harsher to yourself and it's better to hear harsh critique from yourself than it is from someone else because you can then just deal with it within yourself, you know, have this internal monologue going on Mm. and it's better to hear it then than from someone else in a, you know, in a group situation where you do have to deal with it right then and there. I found that when I was at design school asking for critique, I'd sort of like heard about like how horrible those sessions could be. And so I think I just mentally prepared myself for the worst. Like I think I always approached them like, okay, anything could happen. Someone might say something like really terrible and mean about my work. I just have to be prepared for this. Try and detach myself from my work. Take it on board as like useful feedback. Like they're just trying to help me. You know, trying trying to get myself in that mindset of like preparing for the worst kind of thing. And I think that did help sometimes because, you know, sometimes I did get feedback where you know I thought it was really good but they thought it could be improved upon and often it could be improved upon I was just blindsided and too in love with my own idea at that time yeah I've yeah we've all been there I think (laughs) should we bring in some tweets from our listeners because we've got some really good ones here yes Zach said and I like this attitude harsh critique is my favorite if it's constructive I want my work to be amazing, not good, and that's the way to get there. I love this tweet. Like, yeah. I think that is totally on point, and I think that's kind of what we talked about earlier about, you know, harsh critique is great if it's constructive. If it's not constructive, then in my opinion, it's just hate, you know? Yeah, and that's a whole different thing that you shouldn't have to deal with. That's the other person's problem. And I think as designers, we should want harsh critique, right? Like Totally. That's what we want because we do want to improve upon our work and ourselves. And w- to get there, we do need that harsh critique. So I suppose you have to realize that even though you might love your work at the moment, there's always ways you can improve it. You know, a piece of design work is probably never going to be absolutely perfect because someone else will look at it with that second fresh pair of eyes and give you something else to work on. You know, they'll spot something that you haven't seen before. So don't go around thinking that just because you've worked really hard on something and poured your heart and soul into it, that means it's perfect. And be open to to those critiques, I suppose. Kaylin says, always think of it as a new perspective on your work that could make it better and also remember that there isn't one right option it took until my second year of university to create a thick skin and sometimes even now things can still hurt that's so true Kaylin, and I agree I I think it took me more like my second year of working in the design industry (laughs) to develop that thick skin but still now it's there but sometimes things can still break in when I find myself getting too attached to a piece. So I suppose a piece of advice would be don't get too attached to your work and always be looking for ways to improve it. And harsh critique is unfortunately one of those ways. Kyle says, I used to take it personally, but now I view it as poor communication skills on their part if it's not also constructive. And that's really true. I might like to amend my statement about hate before that it might not just be the person you know, being mean for no reason, maybe this person is just terrible at giving critique and they think they're being useful and telling you, like you said, Woody walks weird. Right. But actually they just haven't learned how to be constructive in the way they phrase things. So that that could be the case. And I think you'll be able to tell by, you know, the person who's giving it and their tone what they mean by that. Yeah, and I think if you are getting like quite obviously poor 
critique back. Like it's communicated pretty poorly. Like just a statement like that, like Woody walks weird. I mean, that's that's pretty poor critique. I think then, you know, it's up to us as the designer to probe them a little bit more. And a great way to do mm. that is ask the question why. And I think we've talked about this on the show many times, but it's like the golden question. Like just ask them, why do you feel that way? Why, why do you think that? And, and just keep going and uncovering it until you get to the real source of, of why they really do feel like that. And then I think that's when you can move forward and find a new solution that, you know, helps improve your work. Lauren says, working in the sign industry, I've come to realize that people have their visions for their brand and who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she works with clients. <laughs> yes. And it sounds like maybe sometimes she's the one who has to give the harsh critique. I don't know. But realizes that perhaps she just has to accept that this is this is where this is going (laughs) yeah I think you know that's obviously a challenge sometimes working with clients and getting feedback from them is I think quite a lot different to getting feedback from your peers or, or your design team yeah for sure Sarah says you can't be afraid to consider critique even when you feel it's harsh because it might better your design piece or process but in the end, just because it's given doesn't mean you have to use it. You have to do what you feel is the best thing as the designer. And I completely agree with this. And that's what I was trying to get at earlier is that you don't need to implement every piece of feedback you get. You know, just view them as suggestions and only take on board the ones that you think will actually help improve your design solution. Yeah, exactly. Nairi too says, I think I've learned to separate myself from my work and see the bigger picture. It's not personal. Mm. And this, like we've talked about, is so hard to realize. And it's okay for if you're at a stage right now where you, you are feeling personally attached to your work. Like that doesn't make you a bad designer because of that. We've all gone through that and all felt that at some stage. But it is something that eventually you will learn to, to push past and realize that it isn't personal. It's just design. <laughs> Yeah, I think we often forget that like critique is difficult for everyone. You know, we all manage it in our own ways and there's no real like one shot answer of how to how to deal with it the best way. I think it just comes down to you know developing that thick skin, having experience and and having that sort of I guess being professional enough to sort of step away from your work and not feel so attached to it. I think that's also important. We've heard from Simon says, I've learned to be less precious about my work and try not to take it personally. I love what I do, so it's hard sometimes. Simon, you've probably heard us mention his name many times before on this show. He's obviously an experienced designer and he still feels it too. So that's good to know. Holly, who is also a design student, chimed in and she said, I definitely find remembering that it's about the work, not me, helps. Also, it's up to you to choose not to use that critique or use it. And then she put a smiley face. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is tying into what we've already discussed and that it's totally up to you what you want to use and not want to use and about distancing yourself from your work. I think remembering that, that it's up to you if you want to use the piece of feedback or not, can make you feel a bit more powerful in the situation. Sometimes when some people are sitting there and, you know, all critiquing your work, you can feel, you can feel a little bit small, you know, small and insignificant and you know, because it's being piled on all these things that you've done quote unquote wrong in the design. But remember that you have that power. You have the power to change it and you have the power to accept their critique or not, to use it or not, or just write it off as, you know, them not quite understanding. But take it on board and, you know, don't 
react in the moment, I suppose. Let it stew, think about it, and see if they might be right. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you know, critique is not necessarily like a prescription for how your work can be fixed you know it's it's not that your work needs fixing you might have a critique session and no one has critique on it you know I I think we can often get really carried away with critique and feeling like it's just people sharing their opinions or saying harsh things about our work and things that they don't like but at the end of the day it is suggestions and it is you know, people trying to actually help you. You know, we all want to help each other and especially when it comes to critique sessions, you know, generally people do want to help you improve your work. And so I think that's also important to remember that even though some of the critique might come across as quite harsh, you know, these people are just trying to help you. Yeah, exactly. They're coming from a good place. So I know it's hard to deal with, but just try to build up that thick skin. If you've got any more advice you want to share about dealing with harsh critique or, I don't know, experiences you want to share, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. We are at DesignLifeFM. On there, we love to have you join in the conversation. And you can also find us on iTunes. And if you do find us on there, please do consider leaving us a review. That would be super helpful for us and the show. Yeah, we always appreciate when we get some positive ratings on iTunes. It always makes a day. So please go ahead and do that. You can sign up to our newsletter to get an email whenever new episodes come out at designlife.fm. And that's where you'll find all of our archive as well. So go take a listen. Good chat, Fem. All right. Catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.